Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Oil Kings just getting underway against the Wheat Kings of Rogers Place. Golden Bears just getting underway against UBC at uh, Claire Drake. The only NHL game tonight is the Kings and the Canucks. It doesn't start for another hour. Kings 11-7-1. The Canucks trying to fight back from that poor start there. 5-9-3. Oilers and Golden Knights tomorrow on 6.30. Chad face-off show at 6.30, game at 8, and then the Oilers go on the road for three games, Devils, Islanders, and Rangers, Monday, Wednesday, and next Saturday. You heard David Bulls talking about the World Cup. Yeah, the first game is 9 a.m. Sunday, Qatar against Ecuador, Canada, Belgium. They will play at noon. Canada back in the World Cup for the first time since 1986, and of course, the Grey Cup on Sunday, Winnipeg and Toronto. We've had some of your predictions coming in to 780-496-0063. Uh, we'll get to more of those later. I will make my guaranteed to be correct prediction right before 8 o'clock. And uh, remember, if you're right, you will be celebrated and revered into eternity. And if you're wrong, nothing changes. We just forget about it. So you have nothing to lose by uh, making a pick. 780-496-0063, Winnipeg, Toronto. you got to give us the score and also, if you want, some other random and or humorous prediction about the game. Uh, well, this guy won the Grey Cup, so he should know quite a bit about it. Former double E safety and now with James H. Brown and Associates, the title sponsor of this show. It is Trent Brown checking in. Trent, how's life, my friend? <laughs> life is good. Thanks, Reed. Uh, things are going good. Uh, just moved, so a little bit tired, but uh, besides that, looking forward to some good sports this weekend. A little bit of hockey, a little bit of football, yeah. Well, you are heroic to come on while moving, because I've found that always to be one of the most stressful and arduous life events, is moving. <laughs> Needed a break. You know, like, any time away, anything to get my mind off, moving and all of the boxes. I said to my wife, it took me uh, a half hour to get dressed this morning, because I had to go through about 30 bins. <laughs> <laughs> to find all the clothes, that's amazing. Now, yeah. did you, uh, I, I, I don't want to delve too much into your personal affairs, but did you hire movers? Because the last oh, yeah. time I moved, and it was within the city of Edmonton, I, I hired movers. I'm just like, it's worth it. Uh, I actually did, and uh, just a quick plug for the guys that moved. Uh, six guys showed up, and they went right to work, eager Beaver movers, these guys come to work. They did a great job, and thanks to those guys because they did most of the heavy lifting. Because I'm too old to do that myself now. So, yeah. Well, I think I've always been too old. Well, I've been too little to move. Now I'm little and old. So <laughs> that's, that's all right. Okay. Well, good for you. I hope it goes well settling in. And by Grey Cup next year, you're totally unpacked. I'll have to write that yeah. down to ask you that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you just get settled, and then it's time to move again. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, anyway, hopefully not for you. Okay, so uh, I'm going to dive. Now, I've had a fun week here. Uh, Jed was on the show, who you know well. Uh, Ricky Ray was on with me on Tuesday. Uh, Warren Moon was on last night, who knows a little bit about winning Grey Cups. And I've kind of started here with all of them. Grey Cup week, is it? Hard not to be distracted. Can you treat it totally like a business trip? You know, Jed said things got off the rails for three or four guys in 96. Uh, your memories of Grey Cup week, and uh, were you able to always keep it focused on business? Oh, boy. So Grey Cup week is a great week, and depending on where it is, uh, some cities do a better job than other cities, but... Um, yeah, it's always hard to stay focused. I think not so much for me because I was always focused on the job at hand, at least until after the game. That's right. Like, Grey Cup week, it goes fast. You want to be there. You want to be present. There's lots of parties. There's lots of things going on. Uh, but I I can remember that week well in 1996 when Jed was talking about we lost a very, very close game to the Argos and Doug Flutie. And, uh, you know, you can't help but think if we would have had a few of the guys that week that probably didn't play their best game because they were out all week and sort of went a little bit too hard, uh, that it might have made a difference. Some real key players for us. Um, but hindsight is... 2020 uh i think the teams that do the best are are uh are the teams that can stay focused for that week um but gray cup is a party so most of the time the first couple days the first two or three days the guys go out a little bit and uh, they mingle with fans and they take in some of the sites and then uh the last two or three four days they should be in lockdown they should be thinking about the game they should be in their hotels with their teammates watching film and preparing for uh for the game because football is uh really a game of preparation the team that uh, prepares the best typically wins so you know it's 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 uh it is the same in any sport i I think, but football, you're there. You got the whole week leading up. You got the, you know, lots of distractions for sure. But uh, that's why this week, I definitely give the edge to Winnipeg. They've been there before. They're trying to accomplish something that not a lot of teams have have uh, done. Uh, they know what it takes to to win. The guys on the team are not all going to be, you know. Uh, starstruck and wide-eyed to be there for the great cup they know what's happening you know you it's it's the first time it's something to experience you know you're getting lots of free stuff swag the media's there every day they're on you they're asking questions lots of fans out to watch practice uh so it's a good time, but definitely the team that handles it the best is typically the team that walks around holding and drinking out of the cup. Yeah, no, I, I like how you put that. But basically, if you so if you were a coach, um, would you have a curfew or would you say kind of like, okay, Tuesday night, if you guys want to stay out a little later, like don't do anything too stupid, but if you want to meet some fans, have a pint, that's fine. But but that's the one. Like, would you impose some sort of a rule if you were a coach? I would absolutely impose some controls around the team. You see, the problem is, is there's a lot of guys, like 
on your football team, you got 40 guys, right? Young, old guys that've been around, guys that that uh, haven't. But um, but if you've got a good veteran team, then the veterans typically. Uh, take charge of that right so your veteran leadership groups on the team should be the ones beating talking to the team but if i'm a coach and uh i am definitely having a curfew and having some kind of trolls around that whole week uh i'm calling meetings you know, in the evenings to watch film group meetings. So defensive backs would be getting together and just going over little things. Um, And one thing stands out in my mind in particular is I can remember uh, Saskatchewan was in the Grey Cup and and, uh, they lose the Grey Cup because they're short a guy on like a special team. And, And stuff like that, doesn't happen if you're focused if you're in those meetings you're picking a guy on every unit to count up the guys you're taking care of the little things nothing goes uh, missed right and if you're not if you're not meeting every night if you're not watching film the little things you know and those little things are things that make the difference in a game a missed block uh, too many men on the field right the one botch play can turn the momentum of a whole game and uh, and and so it's those meetings at night it's the focus of the team those are the things that make the difference especially in the big games yeah, I, I love how you put that. And as you know, I talk to you and a lot of guys in football about, you know, film and the focus and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you're always you're always fully immersed in that. So uh, so you're not the team making the critical mistake. Trent Brown joining us tonight on Inside Sports, former double E safety, and he's with James H. Brown, who are the title sponsor of this show. Okay, uh, I'll throw a couple here at you. Uh, I, I'm going to go to the 96 Grey Cup. I'm not going to ask about – I'm just going to ask about one play. The Eddie Brown catch off the shoe top. Is that yeah. the greatest play you've ever seen in person? Do you want to know what? Uh, I, in particular, yeah, loved that play. And w- But let me give you a little bit of the lead-up to that play. So, so uh, there were several guys on our team that were playing hacky sack before the start of every game. And Ron Lancaster would look over, and it would sort of piss him off a little bit because he thought that we weren't focused on the game. And sometimes guys from the other team would join us. And so before the Grey Cup game, before the playoffs started that year, he came and he said, like, I don't want you guys fraternizing with the guys on the other team. And we would play hacky sack in a circle with the football. So we would kick it around. We would try to juggle it. And... uh and so we said, oh, okay, Ronnie, whatever you think and stuff. And then the Grey Cup game comes in. Eddie Brown drops the ball, kicks it back up into his hands, goes for the long touchdown. Everybody saw that play, great play. And I'll never forget, Ronnie throws his hat off. He comes running down the sideline, and he looks at me, and he says, you can play hockey sack before the game anytime you want. And he gives us a big high five. And uh, what a play. Um, certainly at the time of that play, I would say that that was the best play that I've ever seen in football. But there's another play that happened in that game, and not too many people remember this play and the timing of the play. But Jimmy the Jet runs a uh, kick back on us for a touchdown in that game. You know, the field was covered in snow, and, and uh, 
and then they kick the ball off. And who do they kick it off to? Gizmo, the very next play, takes it and runs it back for a touchdown. Now, why I call that play one of the best plays in football is because before the game in 1996, Gizmo stands up in front of the whole team before we go out to play, and he walks around the locker room, and he looks at everybody, and he tells everybody, I'm going to run one back for a touchdown in this game. What are you going to do? And he pointed at each guy, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then Jimmy the Jet runs that one back, and Gizmo, as he's running out on the field, looks back at the bench and says to everybody, watch this. And then he takes it back for six. And I am telling you, if people knew the stuff that happened and and the things that Gizmo did as a leader and in the locker room on that team, uh, the guy was amazing. Very few people know that, except the guys that were on on that team that were standing on the sideline when he said that. But so to me, in that game, at that time, that was the biggest play. Because when you play with a guy like that, you always believe that you are going to win the game because the team's deflated. You know, you just got one run back on you, and you're just going, oh, no. But no, number two runs out there and says, watch this, boys and then takes one to the house. Come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, those those are both incredible stories. I, I, I didn't know the, the hacky sack story. If, you, if you've told it before, you haven't told it to me. And and I, I love what you say about Gizmo, but that's – and you know, Trent, I, I love talking about that. I love talking about the mental side of the game. And, and you know, Brownie talks about it from a hockey perspective. Like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to impact the game? If you can't – you know what's your posi- what's your role they take your role and basically that's what gizmo was saying right maybe you can't score a touchdown but are you going to stuff a guy on second and one right are you going to knock down a pass on second yes. and eight right like yes. say do do your job be be the difference maker right everybody's got to step up and do their job everybody's got to you know at some point sports comes down to man on man and you're either going to beat your man or he's going to beat you and you know it's it's uh and that's one of the problems with the Oilers right now. They're not tough enough. You know, they're just not. They don't play with that edge. They don't have enough role players out there. Okay, no. I'm gonna I, let me just jump in there because we're getting short for time. So I'm gonna okay. put it to you this way for, with the Oilers. And I was saying this. So Warren Moon last night. Yeah. Because I asked him about starting games because the Oilers are not a good starting team and that goes back several years off and on not always but uh, but there's been long stretches where they haven't started well and it's not just getting scored on first sometimes you might get scored on first and play well that happens but Warren Moon said you have to let the other team know that they are in for a long night yeah agreed 100% look you got to Come out of the gate. You got to come out of the blocks, and and in any sport, you got to be prepared. You got to be hyped at the start of the game, um, and you got to play with an edge, right? And it's and the Oilers have a reputation around the league right now of being an easy uh, team to play against. Okay, 
teams come in to Rogers place and there's and and they know it's not going to be a tough game it's going to be an easy game now with the acquisition of Kane last year late last year that started to change a little bit because he's got some pushback he plays with an edge right teams can't take runs at Mick David like right in front of the bench in that last game a guy comes and knees your best player that's potentially a career ending hit that that guy did should have been a bench clearing brawl they should send the message. Nobody hits him like that. Not in our house. No way, no how. You got to stand up for your teammates. I think Kane brought that edge. Nurse is the one guy that, you know, is well, out he, there. He jumped in, right? He jumped. He jumped at Nurse. He did, tried to do the something. The whole team, every guy that's on the ice, should have jumped in. Like, come on, that's a generational player. Like, you can't let teams do that. His career will be shortened by. Five, ten years if you let teams take runs at him like that. Can't can't happen. The NHL should have done something too. Like in 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 my view, uh, your team has got to stick up for you more. And look at the Oilers got quite a few problems. The little things. Possession is everything. They're not winning faceoffs, right? They got one guy that's over fifty in the faceoff circle, and then they got guys like. And I hate to call a guy out, but look at the, the, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has played for 12 years, and he's still not over 40% in the face-off circle. That's something you can work on. Like, come on. And that guy's wearing a letter on his shirt. you got to be a leader, Reed. And when you're a leader, you're improving. You're working on your game. You're working on the little things. I love McDavid. Comes all summer, works on his one-timer. He's always improving. He's always getting better. And your leader's got to do that because it's got a trickle-down effect. And Nurse standing up for him there, the other guy should be following. Kane's been a great influence on this team. I love the guy. I love the edge that he plays with. But your third and fourth line guys are guys that got to be doing that. You need a guy to win face-offs. You need a guy to, 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 to play roles on this team, right? You can't have your first and second line guys, your top scorer, sitting in the penalty box because they're fighting. You need a guy that's expendable, that when anybody hits your star player, you go out there and you drop the gloves and you kick the, yeah. you know what, out of them. I, I know exactly what word you're looking for. Okay, as always, <laughs> this was uh, this was great. Good points. I agree with most of what you said, but we won't quibble on the details today. Uh, <laughs> give me the winning team and the score on Sunday. Do you want to know what? I think you got to go with the peg. Uh, it's always tough to win three in a row, but they got the experience. Uh, they got the guys that are going to win in the trenches. They got the running game. Um, I'm calling Winnipeg. Let's go. Uh, let's go 27 19. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trent, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, enjoy unpacking and enjoy the Grey Cup on Sunday. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Reed. Godspeed. <laughs> that is Trent, 1993 Grey Cup champ, and he had a couple great stories about the game that uh, he came up just a little short in in 1996. Oh.
to 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. All right, the Oil Kings have jumped out to a 1-0 lead on Brandon Cole-Miller with the goal. They are now halfway through the first period at Rogers Place. And I just got a text from Mooner, who was at the Golden Bears game, and uh, UBC gets a goal about six minutes in to go up 1-0 on the Golden Bears. Uh, great to have Trent Brown on the show. Very uh, passionate and opinionated gentleman and a great storyteller. A couple good ones there about uh, Hacky Sack and Giz from the 1996 Grey Cup, which went Toronto's way in the snow in Hamilton. Trent is uh, picking Winnipeg 27-19. Ricky Ray picked Winnipeg, didn't give a score. And uh, Jed Roberts on Monday picked the Argos 38-36. We will get to more of your predictions. And we got 2015 Grey Cup champ. And what was it like for him to be traded away by his hometown team? David Beard. 